starting off the Monday afternoon here on the muster with John Pembledon farming at Brighton and in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed right here in Gore. G'day, John. How are you? Yeah, good, Andy. Yourself? Yeah, going pretty good, thanks, buddy. Yeah, it was a good weekend. How was your weekend? Did you manage to get up to much? Uh, yeah, no, I had a pretty good weekend, actually. Um, my wife was in a, in a team for the Spirit of Women, so we shot away for the weekend. Um, and, um, yeah, I had the, had the lucky enough to cruise around a few... Um, sort of uh, hunt parks, I guess you call, you know, for clients overseas, shoot stags. It's quite cool just to kick around and see some some pretty cool animals, um, both some um, sort of free-range um, properties and also the, the fence ones. So, yeah, it's pretty neat, actually. Um, something different. Whereabouts was that? Uh, these were these were up around Wanaka, these properties, yeah. Nice. So the, the race was up at Glendu. I yep. think it was yep. um, almost 2,000 competitors, so it was pretty impressive, actually. It was a very well-run event, by all accounts. We could almost call Glen Do Little Southland, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, there's certainly a lot of Southland people around Wanaka uh, this weekend, that's for sure. Oh, there's a lot up there. Um, how's it all looking on the farm today? Yeah, good. Just had a drive around this morning. Um, grass is growing. Um, cooler mornings, but we still look to be growing. So um, uh, Menzies is certainly cranking. It seems to have the more, the, enough moisture to get into it. Bryden's still looking a wee bit piss patchy. So um, you know, we've had that with nitrogen since, since the rain. So... Still potentially a bit of a lack of moisture uh, there. So, uh, Goodness. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, really. You know, we just haven't had the, the moisture um, loading since, uh, I'd say, November 21. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's been, you know, we've been digging a few holes, a few bits and pieces of projects we've been doing the last uh, 18 months, and literally as low as the profile will go to your water tables, the same, um, just dry. So, yeah, I might even hop on the dig a couple of holes this week and actually just see see where that's at because it, yeah, it's certainly a bit of a shock when you you see how much more rain is going to be required to load their um you know especially in Eden they'll load their aquifer again. Hey John, we'll start with this. The Fonterra mid-range payout's gone down. Um, it's been predicted though. It sounds as though China's just in a waiting pattern. Really, they're not coming on stream like we thought they may. Yeah, look, feedback we're getting from us. Um, the people we supply um, is, you know, um, but, you know, we sort of had heads a few months ago that things weren't looking that great. Um, I, think I mentioned to you back in January um, after visiting Europe, I wasn't too excited about where I could see the payout going. They were being pretty aggressive overseas. Um, both governments and farmers certainly had got a lot more aggressive uh, in how they think around farming since the subsidies have come off, or the closure, shall I say. Uh, for Europe, so, you know, they were pushing the boundaries pretty hard um, around that Christmas period on the back of what we were seeing last season price-wise. Um, yeah, and uh, my understanding is China's just just um, playing a waiting game at the moment. Um, they realise they impact the price of products so much that they're uh, just going to ride out and see what happens. So, um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty complicated scenario, but maybe maybe the... The, the lack of product in New Zealand um, on the back of poor season hopefully will motivate them to come to the market sooner rather than later. But, um, yeah, he's hoping next season potentially will... No, I think this year's done and dusted price-wise, but hopefully next year we see a bit of a lift. It is a great concern how we rely on China so much, though, isn't it? But, I mean, we don't really have a plan B, do we? Yeah. Um, it, yeah it's, it, you know, if we can crack more into Europe stuff, it would be fantastic. Um, but, you know, food security internationally means um, countries protect their borders and um, try and produce what they can within their, their own um, resources. So, yeah, there's a heck of a lot of moving parts going on at the moment, that's for sure. And, um, 
yeah, it's, you know, potentially America and China are probably one of the biggest concerns. Um, China, China put a trade ban on them and we're, we're sweeped up in that. We've got no choice um, because of the, the fact we're trading US dollars. So rather than choosing what side we're on, we're sort of hand tied a bit there. So that probably makes me as nervous as anything really. It's just um, yeah, <laughs> politics, uh, you know, you determine where a product will end up. Something else that is concerning for people is the lack of uh, transport over Cook Strait at the moment. Hearing stories of individuals with trucks full of fencing gear getting their fe- uh, fairing, ferry crossings cancelled, sorry, um, having to come back south because they can't rebook for 10, 20 days or whatever, something ridiculous. Um, it is a great concern as well, especially people from the south wanting to contribute to the Hawks Bay and East Coast cause. Yeah, absolutely. And, and whether it's an opportunity for us to look at the coordination of it, I see um, there's people trying to get feed up to the North Island, and, and while that's fantastic and great, and it, it's you know it's, it's people helping people, um, understanding is there's actually quite a bit of feed sitting in the North Island. So do we need to be you know reconsidering right? You know if we've only got limited space, let's make sure it's what's required that gets to the North Island. So yeah, certainly a challenging space. And then you see they've uh, retired that um, one of the theories that's going to the North Island, from my understanding. So you. Yeah, look, I don't know the logistics of it, but you would have thought maybe some catch-up for a few months with an extra ferry wouldn't be a bad thing, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> it sounds as though a lot of people going up there in a fencing team for three or four days, um, seeing some great images on social media, um, folk doing that. Do you think that's perhaps the best way to look at things, just to get the teams up there on the ground if they can't get the infrastructure and perhaps go from there? Yeah, you know, well, you can fly up, can't you? You know, it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's and then, you know this is this is which is going to be ongoing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, um, and and you know it's it's just one of those things. It's just going to keep dragging on. And um, hearing a lot of feedback, they're still needing a lot of earth moving machinery to, to keep moving a lot of that silt before they can fence. So um, it's I guess it's just prioritising, making sure that we're not down here making plans for the people up there without truly understanding what's needed, I guess, is probably the biggest thing is to make sure that people who are getting up there um, have really asked what is it you're after because, you know, I fully understand people um, certainly have uh, feelings of empathy towards what's happened up there and just want to help. But, you know, you've just got to make sure that you don't load, you know, make the situation uh, a little bit tougher than what it needs to be if you're not there, you know, supplying what exactly they're after. Just finally, mate, uh, Environment Southland, of course, you're a councillor with Environment Southland these days. How's everything going there? <laughs> yeah, look, um, yeah, look, we certainly, um, Environment Southland, we've got quite a culture of um, the board moves, um, um, you know, when everybody's on board with the indecision and, um, you know, there's no split votes or any, any of that sort of um, decision-making done. Um, and whilst there's quite a... Um, variety of, of heads around the table at a yes, um, it is really good to be a part of that board because we all have a, a level of respect for each other and we're working towards the same goal. So it um, you know, just makes a good, robust robust discussion, which is what is required um, it, you know, when, we're, when we're discussing what the region is needing for the future and, and now. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a pickle up that way, but... Um, yeah, it, it, that's politics when, when, when the voters um, vote certain ways, I guess. Good on you, John. We'll leave it there. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Mark. Cheers.
John Pemberton and the Sergeant Dan Farmer round up. Thanks, of course, to Daryl and the team at Sergeant Dan Stock Feed right here in Gore. Monday afternoon, uh, Rod Stewart Monday afternoon, not because he's playing in the country. I just clean forgot that he was actually and thought we'd play a bit of rock and rod. Jeez, he's looking old. He's rich, though. I'll give him that. Um, up next, MP for Southland, Joseph Mooney. This is the muster. Yeah.